Hello and welcome to the Geekery Radio Hour. And this is Doug on a Trumpet. You're supposed to say you're Kaylin. I'm Kaylin and this is Doug on a Trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That woke me up. I needed that. Worth it. Worth it. Hi, Doug. Hi, Kaylin. This is episode 63 of the Geekery Radio That Hour, is right. We're listening to it, and you're making it, and we're all here. And we're doing it. We are doing it. Guys, um, happy October. Happy October. Manawan Day was yesterday. It was. And my, boy, are my legs still tired. Honestly, I feel decrepit. Yeah. I'm, I'm like so a, sore. <laughs> I'm not hungover, but I feel hungover from the day. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, all no. I can think about is being lazy and doing nothing, but I'm... We like pretty much were pretty lazy. I mean, kind of not though. Oh god damn it! You you have to hit. That. I have to talk with my hands. Yeah. I'm Italian. But you set up your own microphone, and yet I know. you don't understand. But you put you put this here. Okay, so I'm gonna make a lot of noise. Thanks, Doug. Okay. Bippity boppity boopity. I'm ready. Not that I. <laughs> I, I did the hand Your brother Spanish said opera. Your brother Well this goes into Matter one day Your brother mm. entered The pasta eating contest Oh yeah And the reason why I bring it up Is because he got spaghetti And I was like <laughs> No 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 I did not know When I asked him If he wanted to do that If That That you didn't get a fork that you had to put your face in a bowl of spaghetti and eat it like it that. It was actually perfect because Liz's niece, we didn't go there and watch uh-huh. him, unfortunately, but I do have to see the pictures from your mom. Maybe she could send us one to post. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Liz's niece was like actually saying it'd be funnier if they couldn't use like a fork uh-huh. or their hands. They had to use their face. And I was like, that would be funny. And it just so happened to be that exact I, scenario. I wish we could have closed for like the 10 minutes to walk down there and do it. But we were that really funny. Like, kicking around that time. Yeah. We had the pumpkin patch where we had pumpkins for sale. You could paint that, not paint them, but decorate them with markers yeah. and stickers and all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, for just $2, a charitable donation went to the Madwan Aberdeen Regional High School Scholarship Fund. That is a mouthful. It is a mouthful. <laughs> because it's also for the Madwan Aberdeen Chamber of Commerce. Yikes. But you guys <laughs> were able to raise a good amount of money. Yeah, we raised nearly $400 selling just pumpkins. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and that'll go back into the community in the form of a scholarship for one lucky... Absolutely. ...high schooler. Yeah. It definitely rules. I was really excited that we were able to make so much money for that, you know? Yeah. All right, wait. Favorite part of Madawandai? For me? Mm-hmm. Um, I, just seeing the crowds and everybody having a great time, yeah. honestly, was really cool. I... We gave a Hulk mass to a young kid. I'm going to probably post that, too. Uh-huh. Um... And he was just so excited. It was yeah. a free Hulk mask. It was uh-huh. just paper. But he, like, immediately put it on. And then he was like, I mean, this isn't great, but he was, like, punching his brother or something. <laughs> but it was really, really cute. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's awesome. It's mm-hmm. cool to, like, have those little interactions mm-hmm. where you, like, make someone's day. Yeah. With something so silly as and that. And his mom was so nice. She's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I'm like, it's really not a big deal. Like, That's I'm cool. happy you this makes your kid happy, yeah. you know? Yeah, we were giving out free comics. We had some, uh, like you said, little masks, masks stickers, key, key tons chains. of fun stuff, keychains. Mm-hmm. We still have to offload so much more of those keychains. I have so many. Yeah. I did not want to have to pack up so many Why don't you put some of it in the free library? We should. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we went to the little free library today and we filled it with some good stuff. Mm-hmm. A couple books and a puzzle. Yeah. Um, we took some of the... The religious pamphlets out. Like, some weird, like. <laughs> I took them out. Doug might have left stuff. them in. I was just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, that's okay. 
And we honestly couldn't have asked for like better weather too. It honestly. like looked on the calendar, not on the calendar, on the weather app that it was going to be nice. Mm-hmm. But I was not expecting it to be like hot. You know what? Like it was hot in on Little Street. It mm-hmm. was because like that sun just like beams. It was right down. just going right down. But like literally, uh, Liz, uh, myself, and Tori left for like a second. Uh-huh. And as soon as you hit Maine, like a nice cool breeze was just coming down Maine. It was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, with how much the chamber does for Mad One Day, I was, like, running around like a maniac. Oh, yeah. Day. Having fun doing it. I don't On your know scoot. Why. I absolutely adore, like, the chaos of mm-hmm. trying to fix stuff and make sure that yeah. a weird inflatable thing isn't both floating away mm-hmm. or crashing down on someone. Or trapping people, yep. yeah. <laughs> running around on my scooter with extension cords from uh-huh. this way to that way and everything. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I am exhausted, though. True that. I am also exhausted, and I did a fraction of what you did. I basically just stood around and was like, here, take some stuff. You know what? That was very important, because I couldn't do it. So and I, needed... I had to watch the pumpkin. Yeah. I had and, to watch the oh, pumpkin. The pumpkin bucket of yeah. cash, of mm-hmm. donated cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very thankful for everybody's help. You yeah. included. Your mother. My mother. Your brother. My brother. Your other brother. My other brother. Your wife. My wife your niece. My niece. Friends. other friends that yeah. came by. It was a really, really great day. And um, I guess that's it. I hope, you, I hope you had a chance to be there. Yeah. It was a great day and can't wait for the honestly, next one. Honestly, I said this uh, quite a few times yesterday. I think it was the best Madawan day yet. I really believe I, I had a, it was like the a, largest so much fun. one yet. Yeah. And it looked like it was pretty much one and of the it, best attended. And it seems like it was well more well organized uh-huh. this year. You know what I mean? Like lines were insane. Yeah. Like everything was running really smoothly. Even though everything. there was Breeze hiccups, and, you know. Yeah. But nobody needed to know that. There yeah. were some hiccups. Nobody needs to know that. But yeah, next year. We've got three hundred and sixty four days until next year. Oh my god, I'm already day. tired thinking about it, right? Yeah. Well on radio hour front Starting in a couple of days, you'll be getting a series of bonus episodes. The first one should come out this Sunday, which is I'm in my messages app. Am You're I stupid? Find me calendaring messages. <laughs> not. Uh, it'll come out the tenth. The first On one. The tenth. So mm-hmm. we're going to be putting out a series of rewatch alongs, mini episodes, where we watch the Simpson, our favorite Simpsons Trios of Terror episodes, and eat Halloween candy. Yeah. Inspired by the success, question mark, of our Snyder Cut episode? The unsuspected success. Yeah, the four-hour episode that we did in April. People really like that. So I feel like mini-episode may be still even a little too much. Like, maybe we call it uh micro-episode. Like, it is very short. It's only like 20-some-odd minutes each. Yeah. But, like, just something else to enjoy during the the holiday season. To get you you through not hearing from us every week. Yeah. We thought we'd give a little... We're supplementing a little bit. treat through the form of the Eakery Witching Hour. So look out for those episodes. Um, what do you say we take a break, listen sure. to a song, and then come back with an interview? Sounds good. And then after that interview, we'll probably hear another song, and then we'll go into some shop news. Sounds good. Sounds good? Mm-hmm.
today we have him on for an interview say hi ken hey everybody how's it going i'm ken ken um, is new to the shop right yeah um i found the shop i want to say a few months ago and uh, it's just a really cool spot so i've been frequenting it yeah you even started coming to book club yeah um the first book club i came to was sandman um actually that's probably what brought me into the shop too because i had been meaning to read that for a while mm-hmm and I started following the geekery on Instagram and also on uh, Facebook. And I've been trying to meet people in the area also because I'm new to yeah. this central Jersey area. I used to live in the city. I was living in Brooklyn and Queens before this. So oh, very cool. 
Um, I ended up coming out this way and um, went to the book club. It was a total blast. Uh, went to a couple more. And uh, here I am now, being interviewed on a podcast. And I think that, uh, we could officially say that Ken is friend of the shop, Ken. <laughs> right? I, ho- I would hope so, yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. say you're, on the inter- you're getting interviewed right yeah. off the bat, so I think we're good. Yeah, Doug and Justin, who run the shop, are awesome. Uh, they're super helpful. So, like, any questions I have, they're always giving me good suggestions on things mm-hmm. to read. Like, I'm never... Like, I'm always coming out with something new yeah. when I come here. That's what I dig about the store. So They do the same for me, and I've been coming here for three years now. I mean, we've been friends before this, but <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been open? For three years. See? I got it right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, Doug's <laughs> also in the uh, shop with us, but he's not on mic, so. I'm just producing. Okay. He's Liz tonight. So, what was your gateway comic? What was the first comic that got you into comic books? So, like, the first... I was thinking about this. Like, the first kind of gateway comic... I think I bought, like, one of those old three-packs that they used to sell. They would sell them at, like... Where where I grew up, it was, like, five-and-dime type stores. Mm-hmm. Like a Ben Franklin or even, like, um, a department store. But it had, like, three random comics in it. And I was, it was, one was like Namor, another was X-Men Classics, and another was Spider-Man. And okay. I was like totally into Amazing Spider-Man then. I think I was like nine or ten. And then I had, we lived in an apartment complex at the time. Mm-hmm. My neighbor saw that I was so into comics, like just from these three, yeah. that she went and got me like a subscription to Amazing Spider-Man right around the time that they started the Carnage run. So okay. it was like when Cardi- Cardiac started getting introduced and then Carnage, who's this kind of like uh, like a very lethal, you know, character. Kind of crazy for a 10-year-old to read, and mm-hmm. I don't think my parents really knew <laughs> what I was reading, and if they did, they probably wouldn't be cool with it. But yeah. I was like secretly into horror and stuff um, yeah. at that time because my grandmother would never sleep at night she'd be up late watching like trash movies Mm -hmm. so i ended up um just i would sneak out she'd be like you could watch this just don't tell your parents so i'd be watching (laughs) these stupid movies i love a wallace grandma (laughs) usa late at night you know tnt all that craziness and then i I just got hooked on amazing spider-man and then i was just totally into comics at that point well we just found out well i just found out that they're on their 900th almost almost 900 getting there series no issue issue it's wild (laughs) yeah that's crazy yeah and we're trying to figure out because you have a new one coming out next week right and it's we don't know if it's still peter parker or if it's going to be what was the name of the new one ben Ben riley Ben Riley, yeah. See, it's kind of that's kind of a funny story too. That was something that kind of that was like a like an event. Figure, I was probably a teenager at the time in high school when they try to push the the Ben Riley thing out, mm-hmm. and like it's crazy, but that kind of turned me off of comics because oh, I was so okay. into that. 
and then I just did not like that where the, like the series was going. Yeah, I didn't like the storyline. They had like, well, you know, I think they. I'd have to research it again because it was a long time ago. But I think maybe it was new writers coming on or whatever. Mm-hmm. The art was definitely more bright and different, and it just took it in a different direction. Yeah, and I kind of like got out of comics at that point, and I would just. You know, I'd just go to shops when there'd be, like, buzz about comics or major yeah. events and whatnot, so. So, well, I was going to ask you what your favorite comic is, but it sounds like it's Amazing Spider-Man. It is, yeah, but I would say right now I'm more into the indie stuff. So, like, I'm, I'm reading the stuff that probably everyone has been talking about, like, um, Something is Killing the Children. We um, read that for Book Club. The, I, I always mess up. It's, like, Nice House on the... Lake. I like titles that have like ten long words titles. In them. We and just they become talked about that too. Yeah, like, I think it is a, a nice house on. Yeah, uh, a nice house on the lake. We a nice house on the lake. Yeah. Comparing the names of the comic books that are trending now with the long names to like early aughts, like post hardcore bands. And yeah, how yeah. They have long yeah. names. See, so I'm an idiot. I was like, I, I was writing some of these down on a piece of paper just to have them in front of me, so I wouldn't screw up the names. But I left that at <laughs> left that at home. I'm, so. <laughs> I'm interviewing you, and I mess up everything. So yeah. it's okay. That's why we have Doug here as a producer. He could correct us. I spent um, a few, I don't know, a couple episodes ago. I was trying to tell Caitlin about what's the furthest place from here. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think I called it six different things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Where's the furthest place? Mm-hmm. How do like yeah? It just kept yeah. And I like up. when I read about that, I had heard, I heard you both talk about it on the pa- podcast, but mm-hmm. I forgot about it. And then I saw like a preview for it, and I was like, oh my god, this book looks incredible! And it comes yeah. with like a seven inch. So I hit up Doug right away. Are you pre ordering like, hey, it? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm definitely pre ordering that from the shop. But for some reason, those books are just killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Like they I was are. reading um the me. The Me You Love in the Dark. It's like this Scotty Young book. I don't know that one. It's so good. Is it? Yeah, it's like a quick read. You can breeze through it. It's mm-hmm. it's what I'm liking now is like and something is killing the children does this. Like there's a lot there's not a lot of like writing and they use like pictures to tell the story mm-hmm. more. So like The Me You Love in the Dark is kind of like a cool haunted house story. Okay. And it's done by Scotty Young, and it's just, uh, I would recommend it if you haven't read it yet. I think they have issue one, one and two, maybe, I'll have here. to take a look after, after There was, the like, a second sure. printing of issue one that came out, and I'm pretty sure there's, I saw it issue two over here. But, um, but yeah, that, that book is great, too. Okay. Um, so I've just been, I've been tur- turning away from, like, the Marvel stuff and DC, like I'll mm. chase covers. I'm I'm still collecting Spider-Man. I did get into Immortal Hulk because it's kind of written like a like a horror story. Okay. Almost, it's like horror Hulk. Um, so that that storyline's good. But for me, these like indie books, like Boom and everything, they're just so I can't get enough of them. See, you know? I feel like we're total opposites because I primarily do indie. I think I just started Swamp Thing, which is technically DC. And it's written by Alan Moore, so it's that first venture outside of indie that I've ever done. Oh, I've really? I've never read anything else. Huh. Yeah. Just because I think it's it's daunting. We talk about this all the time on the podcast, like, 
I don't know where to start or what I would like, and I know Doug suggests stuff, but I'm like, mm, I'm just going to stay over here in this lane, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's... a friend of mine gave me the Swamp Thing one, so I'm going to crack that and see how that goes. That one is really good. Yeah. I have read the, the first, uh, I bought two of the graphic novels of the, the collections of the more stuff. And, yeah. Uh, but it's really good. So what else are you loving right now? Um, I think recently I just read... Actually, you know what my favorite new book is that Doug suggested is the um, the Kal-El Son of Superman book. And I just read issue three. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not like a Superman guy. I would never, like at this stage, I just wouldn't pick up a Superman yeah. book. I'm just, it's not, just not for me. I'm not like saying, you know, hey, if you no, like to Superman, their own, I get that. But this book is so good. The writing is crazy. Like, I didn't... Uh, the way they bring it, like, you think you think you know where the issue, the next issue is going to go, and then they go mm-hmm. a completely different direction. So, there's a couple of them out, and there's a reprint of the first issue, so it's like pretty easy to catch up on. Yeah, that one is great. Um, I've read May's book this week by Jeff Lemire. Um, it's like a very, it's another one of these like artistically driven books, and I think like with him. I was talking to Doug about it, like, people are either, like, really into him or really mm-hmm. not into him because his characters just look kind of strange, and it's just, uh, I guess it's, because it's so different, a lot of people can't get into it. Yeah. But, um, I don't know how to explain the book without giving it away. It is, it's, it is, sound, it does sound like it could be depressing, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> It's kind of a, it's a really sad story, but... Well, some of them, even if they are super depressing, turn out to be quite beautiful. Like, you love, um, what's his name? Red and green. You have the little toy. Um, trying to He think. tries to kill himself. Mr. Miracle. Yeah. Mr. Miracle. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say Sweet Tooth. Oh, no. Because May's book is from the same guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Miracle starts out really dark, but it's actually, like, a really lovely story. Yes, yeah, I haven't read read that. I haven't gotten into that. Well, I think you found your next book. All right. (laughs) Doug loves him, right? That's, like, your favorite. Yeah, yeah, it's a great story. It's, uh, Mr. Miracle is one of the new gods, and the, uh, whole basic setup is the opening pages. He's the man who can escape anything, but... He's attempting suicide, and he can't escape life. Okay. He fails at even attempting suicide. Really? And it opens on this bloody, horrific scene of him just a mess. Yeah, but it's yeah. a great, mm-hmm. great series. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying... You know what else I'm reading now that's awesome is Invincible. I'm, like, catching yeah. up on that. I didn't read any of it, but I watched the show. Yeah. And that was really good. Yeah. It was I, better than I expected. Yeah, it's like... I... I I didn't watch the show yet, but I had a couple friends that were like, you have to read this Mm storyline. It's just really good. And um, Kirkman does a good job of, it's almost like a, it's almost like a spoof of a superhero story. Yeah. You know? Um, Well, like you said before in the, in the one book you were reading where it takes like unexpected, was that Son of Kal-El? Yeah. It takes all these unexpected turns. That's what I thought about Invincible. It's just like, 
you think you know where the story is going to go, but then there's a lot of upsets and you're rooting for people that are potentially the antagonists. You just don't know. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah. just kind of unravels. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about reading these stories now. There's just so many different minds working on them and, and they've gotten... They've added so many voices to, it seems like, the, the comic book world that I think it's just... This stuff coming out right now is just better than... Like, that's what brought me back in. I just started reading a few of these books, and I'm like, this is this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, this is better than anything I'm watching on Netflix. Like, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure, this stuff is good, but, it, like, I'm getting, like, hooked on, on these stories, you know? I, like, don't have a real long history with comic books, so, like, I don't really know if there was a kind of area for indies before like the big marvel movies started coming out like if you would ask me about comic books back in the day i would have said yeah it's batman and spider-man that's it that's all i know yeah you know what i mean yeah so i don't know if it has i'm sure it's expanded more over the years but i don't even know if that existed back when we were kids uh back when we were kids there was like you know kind of the dawn of it with spawn and Mm. that kind of stuff yeah, like image comics. Yeah. Spawn, Savage Dragon, and but all of that—that's even still... Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles were one of the first like huge, like books. independent. Yes. yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know that, but now I know. Yeah, that was like a big deal when Image came out, and like I was young enough that it was just—it was like mind blowing. It's like, oh, this guy left Spider Man to like create his own comic company, and it actually did take up off the ground and the the cool thing was was the covers that they had were definitely different than anything that all the you know the major publishers were doing at the mm-hmm. time so it's like even even a book that's like a dollar bin book now like Shadowhawk it was kind of like a very violent um violent story it, you know it wasn't great it was kind of cool but when you were a kid you were like look at this cool mm-hmm. thing over here, you know? Yeah, I think, like, as far as mediums go, like, comics are the most expansive as far as, like, what the stretches of your mind can go to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you see movies and stuff like that, and there are, like, elements that are, like, supernatural or um, crazy at times, but, like, comics are just wild. Like, Saga is the one that got me hooked, and that's just bananas. Like, all yeah, the stuff yeah. that, like... You wouldn't ever, well, I wouldn't ever create in my own mind, like, a prince robot or the land that they go to that's, like, the pornographic land. Oh, where it's, like, run by those ladies that are just legs yes. with a head? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, like, something that I would never, you would never see that on television. Yeah. At least not, maybe in the future. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we will. I don't know. But, yeah, it's just crazy how, how big... It is, and because we always say that comics are for everyone, so yeah, they really yeah. are, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> you could find a comic book for We had a friend of mine that just started comics, and we got her sweet tooth because she watched the Netflix series, and then we just got her the plot, the plot, which I is another horror one. Yeah, <laughs> so like, really, anyone could find something here. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you got back into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. After going out of it, like, you said you were a teenager when you kind of fell out of it? Yeah, well, I was probably, like, it was right around, and I think that was, like, the first top, the first true top where the 
right before the market crash for comics. It was like kind of brought on by Death of Superman and Spider-Man turning into the whole the clone saga with Ben Riley. But um, yeah, I would still go into shops like quarterly, pick up like whatever looked cool, yeah, you know. And but I didn't, I wasn't totally into it. The other thing was I was comics. Comic book collecting isn't the best hobby to have when you live in a New York City apartment. Um, Fair. You just don't have space. So I really, like, I, I gravitated towards, like, graphic novels or mm-hmm. just reading, like, library books, like, taking them out. Um, yeah. Just because it was, you know, space-saving and whatnot. So when I moved out to Jersey, I got, I have, like, a storage unit with my apartment. So I was able to, like, start looking at stuff and I saw mm-hmm. it started following people on Twitter and, and and Instagram and I you know just seeing all these covers now and everything I was mm-hmm. like man that looks cool this looks cool and I you know like one of the things I started doing was I was reading about um, some guy was like saying that there's like an old Kirk, Jack Kirby book um, called Commandi it's like this kind of jungle boy story you know Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous like a sci-fi thing but it's just crazy i like jack kirby just that in the 60s and 70s this guy had all these weird ideas in his head and you know there's said like you know i don't think he was doing drugs or anything i think a lot of the writers were at the time but (laughs) the stuff he was doing was just wild and um they were like you know, like, Commandi's kind of a book that you could find in dollar bins. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me try and complete this run. So I did. I started chasing books here and there, checking out comic stores, mm-hmm. wherever I could find them. And I ended up finishing the run, like, a month or two ago. But it was just kind of, like, got me back in the, like, that collecting yeah. sort of mm-hmm. thing where you're like, oh, this is cool, you know? Yep. <laughs> well... I think that's a natural end to uh, this interview, but we always ask our guests to suggest a song to outro into the next portion. Oh, cool. You got a song for us? Uh, yeah, I actually do have a song, if you guys are cool with it. Um, we played anything and everything that everyone says. <laughs> we once got tricked into playing Limp Biscuit, so yeah. you really yeah. do no wrong, Ken. Yeah. I will definitely not suggest Limp Very Biscuit. low bar. <laughs> yeah. There was some... Um, so originally, I was thinking I was going to ask if we could play one song by my favorite band is Lasavi Five. Um, they're kind of like a weird post-punk band that I thought you guys would like. But okay. last week I went to Asbury Park randomly on a whim. I had like a I had Saturday, nothing planned. Haven't really gone there, so I mm. picked a bunch of places to bar hop. And while I was out there, someone told me there was a party on Bond Street. Um, so I went through two restaurants to, uh, down to a basement where <laughs> yeah. there was a secret bar and there was like a, is cool... it a secret? <laughs> for me, I mean, it's probably like I fell into a tourist trap. So it was no, great. I good. loved it. But, um, they, they were doing like an awesome DIY show and it was mm-hmm. these bands from the, the band that I liked was from Philly and they were awesome. Uh, but I was also having a very good time. I might have mm-hmm. had, you know, two or three alcoholic beverages. Sure. Maybe more than that. Maybe Go a on. lot more than that. But anyway. Um, Listen, you only have to tell your truth on here. You yeah. don't have to tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah. 
So I like went. I was like, they were so good. Um, I think people should listen to them. They're based out of Philly. They're called X Made. Okay. Um, the song that I would like to play is Light by X Made. All right. And we'll throw it to Light. Thanks for coming on, Ken. Thanks for having me. Everybody shop at the Geekery. This place is awesome. <laughs> I love this. This is two in a row. Thanks, man. We'll see you uh, at Book Club. We'll see you there. Yeah.
Hey, Doug. Kayla. What's going on at the shop of yours? Uh, well, we have a lot of exciting new books coming out this week. I am really looking forward to this new Spider-Man event that they're launching. Spider-Man 75 marks a new series of writers. There's a couple of people working together on it. And now, which Spider-Man is it, though? Is it still Peter Parker? I don't know just yet. Okay. It sounds like it will be a new, not a new Spider-Man, but Spider-Man Ben Riley. Okay. A corporation is buying Spider-Man and is going to be funding Spider-Man, doing all of his Spider-Manning. I don't know huh. much about the series, but it's called Spider-Man Beyond, and it starts in issue 75. Okay. It's kind of exciting. They're really, really building closely to, I think, the 900th issue of Amazing Spider-Man right now. Wow. Yeah. 900 issues. It's insane that they've had so many. And this is the first week that Marvel Comics will be releasing books through their own independent publishing with Penguin Random House. Oh, my goodness. So I'm really excited to see how this goes off. I've already enjoyed our partnerships with Penguin, Penguin Random House. We have uh, novels now, mm-hmm. and we've been getting all different kinds of books and yeah. stuff in the shop through them. I looked through that the other day, because you have Dune, and again, I don't need Dune. I have Dune, mm-hmm. but that's a nice Dune. You're not going to read it. It's a pretty probably, Dune. Right? I already read it. Really? Yeah. I can't do it, dude. Really? I, yeah. had to, I had to read it for a college class, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The science fiction writing class. Ugh. I tried to read, like, the graphic novel adaptation of it. Yeah. And I still, like, couldn't, couldn't do it. I, I like it. It gets confusing in parts, uh-huh. for sure. Because so much of it is just, like, back and forth of these people with crazy names mm-hmm. on crazy planets. This is what like, we talked about when, well, when I talk about Game of Thrones, trying to read that. It's, it's the same thing. I'm like, I don't fucking know who It's too much are. of the world. Yeah. And I almost wish that at least it, it doesn't have a map in it, like, which would kind of help, I think. I think so, too. You know, just to say, like, yeah. here's the solar system that this whole story takes mm-hmm. place in. Even just their planet, uh, Arrakis, uh-huh. um, alone should have a map. I yeah. mean, it is just the kingdom... But then there are the titular dunes. But yeah. then where are these underground, uh-huh. you know. Something to help you visualize what yes. the fuck is going on. Game of Thrones has a map in their yeah. intro. Like, they show you, yes. like, where everything this is. This is the kingdom of X person. Mm-hmm. They do blah, blah, blah. This is, like, but the I, climate there, you know. I am so excited to see Dune. Yeah. I uh, watched the um, older one. Oh, with, like, Sting and... Yes. Um, Who is that guy... Yeah, I can't think of um, it. From Twin Peaks. Kyle MacLachlan. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he played Paul Atreides, I think, mm. in that one. Mm. Yeah? I don't know. I think so. The names are familiar. Paul Atreides is the titular, like, he's the main character. Mm-hmm. He's The titular Timothy- character. He's Dune. He's Dune. <laughs> he's Timothy Chalamet. Damn. So, yeah. like, all those years ago, they were, like, similar enough in age to play that character is wild to me. I think that they, like, I feel like Timothy Chalamet, because he seems a lot younger than what he really is, Mm -hmm. is more appropriately, because he's supposed to be only, like, 16. Oh, really? So, I don't think Kyle MacLachlan was... Ever 16? (laughs) Yeah, ever. The only thing, like, my entry into Kyle MacLachlan as... Uh, in the past, mm. was the Flintstones movie. <laughs> that was the first oh, thing I ever saw him in. he's the boss, yeah, right? Yeah, he's like the bad And guy. Halle Berry's Kurt this... Rockefeller? Something like that? That sounds right. Yeah. Yikes. All right, we're going way off topic. I but... know, but uh, yeah, so I'm really excited. There's a lot of new books out this week that look really good. Mm. And um, on top of that, you know what I've been rereading? What? Not rereading, but 
I've been finally digging into Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil run. Oh, cool. And I'm in the middle of, like, the second volume right now, and it's so interesting to me that this book has been running for well over 30 issues now. It's, mm-hmm. like, nearing 40, and it's about to come to this huge event series. So I'm like, I want to catch up in time for this big event. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I'm reading Daredevil, but Daredevil hasn't been in this book for issues. It's, like, just about Matt and stuff. It's been oh, wow. really interesting that... They let Chip Zdarsky write this book about Daredevil that really isn't Daredevil, you know? like It's not the book, centered on him yeah, the whole so entire on. time. The book really could just be called Matt, <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> right now. But it's been so good, and I'm, like, really digging it. Yeah. I've been, like, reluctantly falling asleep to every reading night it. to the book. And I'm like, yeah. like my, you know, until my Face. eyes are literally so <laughs> closed that I can't prop them back up to I've been reading. there. I haven't read anything like that in a while that's, like, kept my interest uh-huh. or I want to keep reading until, like, I physically cannot anymore. Yeah. You know? The last book I read that was, like, that was The Glass Castle. Oh, I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. That was good? So good. I love that book. They did a uh, an Amazon movie, an adaptation of it. Oh, it was really? horrible. Oh, weird. Horrible. Amazon, like, I don't know. There's, they have, like, three good things on Prime. And that's being generous, I think. I a lot of my coworkers suggesting on uh, like shows on Prime, but I like none of them sound interesting mm-hmm. enough for me to re-sign up for Prime. Yeah, I don't have Prime. I don't need it. I watch Mrs. Maisel. I watch The Boys. I can't. And I, I think still that's it. can't do The Boys. It's I the ultra violence in it is a lot. I like, try understand it not being your necessary like necessarily I, your cup of tea. I know I go into this where like there's stuff that like if I just watched it consistently for mm-hmm. a few episodes, I'd probably get hooked. Oh, for sure. But like I tried twice already, and I'm like, I don't. It's not gonna happen. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> there are tons of other things. Exactly. Like Ted Lasso. Ooh, this last week's episode. Roof. I don't know if it's too soon to give spoilers, but I think I'm gonna punch a character in the face. I think. I'm going to punch that same character in the mm-hmm. face. We'll rough he him is, up. He is awful. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what else have we been watching? Um, wow, we've really flipped this segment on its head. Oh, we did. Um, Unless you have more shop news. Not at the moment. Fair enough. I mean, we have all of our Halloween tables up. I now have two. We got one with great suggestions for young readers as That's well. That's right by the front door to the yep, right. Right by I the saw kids that. section. Because it has handheld thing. on there. Yeah, Ham I'd still get a kick out of that name. And I'm wearing my stupid heck razor, heck, heck, heck blazer. blazer shirt that I made. That's a real Bam Stroger, if you if you know what I'm talking about. Listen to our Halloween episodes; you'll get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, yeah, that's a teaser for like our third Halloween episode. Yeah, <laughs> we've been recording a lot today, and um, and we're gonna record some more. Actually, we're gonna record some more. <laughs> so join us on our journey into madness. This podcast is based out of a comic book store located at 19 Little Street. And it can be found online at The Geekery NJ. This podcast can be found on social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K. Thank you for listening to this episode. Episode 63! And check out our Halloween specials, The Geekery Wishing Hour. don't forget to get your... Green Lantern glasses from the store. The Green Lantern costume glasses are cool, Kaylin. They're at the shop. Don't worry. We got you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.